Evolution.org, episode 550. Today we're going to talk about dry scooping dangers and the other social fads exposed. So, you know, the objective of this, we're going to have a little fun on this one. And, uh, you know, the objective really is to kind of go over um, just so, you know, we're clear on the way things are. Um, unfortunately, the way things are on social media is the more stupid your post, your video is or your post yeah. is or anything yeah. the more traction the more you piss people off the more you trigger people the more you yeah. insult people the more clicks you get the more likes you get the more comments you get and it you know it could be likes dislikes whatever just the more attention you get the better and we've seen this from guys over the years some of the best information out there are the people who don't get a lot of clicks and those are the hidden gems that are out there in the fitness community, the ones that get the lots of clicks and have tons and tons of followers, it's something fishy going on there. Either they're buying the followers, they're buying the likes, they're buying comments, they're getting a bunch of, it's just, they have a marketing firm who's marketing their channel and they get a big following. Then the algorithms from the social media send people to them because social media making is making money off what? Advertising. So obviously, the more clicks and the more views they're getting, the more advertising dollars are flowing back into the social media company. So they're going to want to push those videos. And then the, the ones that are quality, that aren't a bunch of clickbait, they're gonna, not going to get as much action because they're not getting the marketing dollars. So we see this kind of issue and this is one of the problems with social media if you're trying to get good information. I'll give you a perfect example. Let's say you have an issue with your electrical system in your house and you're trying to find the solution to it. And this happened to me recently. And I go on there and the first five videos when I put in what I was looking for had a bunch of views. But then when I watched each video, they're at five, 10 minutes each, I wasn't getting the right answer. It was just a bunch of advertising. It was a bunch of clickbait. It was, you know, a guy doing something stupid on the video and electrocuting uh, himself, you know, just stupid stuff like that. And you're not getting the proper information from it. You're just getting a bunch of, you're getting a laugh or you're getting something stupid or you'll get like some prank channel or something where they pretend to get electrocuted in front of other people to see reactions from people. So this is kind of like we've seen this in fitness industry too, you know, where we've seen guys do that. Cool. So the, so the, you know, the bottom line with that is, you know, it's, a, it's a shame it's like that, but look, that's how it is. So really that's the kind of the purpose of this. You know, a lot of people ask us monster, they make comments like, why don't you guys have, you know, millions and millions of views? We have a lot of views, but we don't have like millions of views like some of these other jokers on social media. It's because we don't sit around and insult people, talk politics, talk religion, it's our way or the highway, talk our ideologies. We don't yeah. we don't try to do stupid shit and tell you to do stupid shit and tell you to run five grams of gear a week because that's what's going to make you gains. You know, we don't, we're not like that. This is, we're trying to spread knowledge here. So that's the difference between, you know, this podcast and others. We're the most progressive fitness podcast out there. We're telling you the most modern information. We're going, we're following the science. 
when we yep. give you information on this. We're following the anecdotal evidence that we have acquired doing this for 50 to 60 years between us and through yep. our clients. So literally, we have thousands and thousands of years of experience. If you count up our experiences and the experience of our clients to give you this, this information. So I'll bring in Mobster. Mobster, you have a lot to talk about on this one. I mean, there's so many things, Steve. I, I said to Steve in the pre-show that how, how the media works, never mind social media, works exactly the same way Steve described, coming across as one of my jobs many years ago, it's outside broadcasting TV van. I think it was a BBC, Steve, but it, it doesn't matter which company it was. And they had a list up on the wall of the van, one of the little cupboards inside the van, and it was the five biggest news items of the day. And they had a way of measuring both for their own channel which they could do electronically, and the other one via computer algorithms, the views that their channel was getting for a news item and the views that other, for example, Sky News was getting. And they would literally change what they were doing. If if they were going to one story and the other story was getting more traction, they would stop going to that first story and go to the second. And unfortunately, traction works that way. So, I mean, and, and, and the stupid part about it is, Steve, and I said this to you in a pre-show, I've watched... So therefore, I'm guilty of watching some of those stupid things. That's how I know that they're stupid, right? An example, I mean, we mentioned this in the title when we talk about dry scooping. Let me give you an example. The science, right? So the science is whether it's creatine or some pre-workout, which is nearly always what we see. And they'll sit there in front of the camera and they're getting ready to hit the gym. And they might even be at the gym. And they've got their bags in front of them. There's a lot of gyms. I can do it. There's a lot of gyms. You're not even supposed to take your bag onto the floor. Um uh, Joey Swole's been talking about the cameras and stuff in the gym, which is kind of getting a bit stupid with that regards, and, and girls and guys cussing other people for having cameras. So you've got the camera there, which might be getting in people's way, and they're dry scooping the pre-workout into their mouth and then taking a, a, a literally a swig from the water bottle. Now, why is this a danger? Why is this an issue? Why is it stupid? Because they will get an upset stomach. And why would they get an upset stomach? The fucking instructions that the product came with tells you how much meals, how much volume of water you should take this thing. If you take a scoop, doesn't look like it's being measured accurately, but whatever, and then literally take a mouthful of water, your mouthful is going to be, I don't know, Steve, 30, 40, 50 mil. But really, you should take this in about 100 to 200 mil. That's typical, right? So what happens when it hits the stomach? You're not getting any greater absorption putting it in your mouth than you would if you shook it up in a bottle. You're not taking enough fluid, and so therefore you're going to pull water from the gut. That just gives you an upset stomach. To quote uh, Greg Valentino, it will give you explosive shits. Or he used, to, he used to describe the creatine shits. But Greg was guilty of dry scooping creatine into his mouth and then complaining that his stomach was rumbling in the gym and he'd have to run off and give these graphic horror stories. And again, He's a fucking Greg, idiot, by the way. Of course, but Greg's getting traction. I, that's the reason I know about the story, because I've I'm obviously haven't seen him shit his brains out, but I knew about his story. He's repeated it multiple times. He knows that people like to hear this stupid, oh, my God, Greg, what the fuck kind of story. And there he is. He's not saving fucking time, Steve. It takes two seconds to put it in a bottle and shake it and drink it. A big, you're not even, you're not even saving fucking messing yeah. up, man. A big part of that is a lot of these guys, including him, they're fucking, they, they're really fucking clueless. Well, they're fucked up. 
They're fucked up. Yeah. I mean, well, they're clueless all along. They have no knowledge to spread. This is why they're reduced to doing stuff like that to get clicks. And they're losers in life. They're criminals. They have criminal histories. They can't get a real job. Um, and they they basically resort to doing that just to make ends meet. And it's sad that they're even allowed to to make a living doing that. Yeah. Like there's an argument to be made yeah. with Greg, right? That there's a certain our sport will naturally attract a certain kind of personality type. You and I are probably part of that, Steve. But because we're giving out information, so that's a little bit of us. We're putting ourselves forward, and we're, we're making a name for ourselves by putting out these kind of good, solid, factual, evidential, and experience-based information. But it's not sexy. Greg is kind of the extreme example of you and me. He's another level above. He's a five gram a week guy. He's an injecting his arms with God knows what guy, and he's the one percent. You know, it's, it's like it's like a thousand pound squatter. That's probably like in Wales. I don't think we've got any thousand pound squatters in Wales. So there might be a thousand or two thousand. There might be one or two in the whole of the United Kingdom that can squat a thousand pound. Seventy million people. So Greg's that kind of one person in seventy million. But we know who the fuck he is. We know his reputation. He, he, we stare at him. We go, what the fuck, Greg? And so on and so forth. Another example, and there's loads, right? So, guys, um, we've actually done a podcast on this particularly. So, eating challenges. And I can think of strong men have done this. Mates of mine, Greg, uh, uh, Lawrence Charlotte has done an eating challenge. Lots of Terry Hollands has probably done one. You'll get others. Uh, the Stoltman brothers have done it in strongman, in bodybuilding. Uh, Kamali, or whatever his name is, and a bunch of others. Uh, Larry Wills, etc. They've uh, and even uh, Golem, the, the Russian giant, they've all done like I, I think the, the Russian fella did a hundred pieces of sushi. Uh, one of the fellas we looked at on, on a previous podcast, he was going to all the big fast food joints and literally eating every single thing they had on the menu in one fucking go, Steve. Like 12,000, 15,000 calories. There is nothing to be gained as a bodybuilder or a strength athlete from eating 5,000. 10,000, 12,000 calories in one sitting. But I've seen, like the Lawrence, Lawrence did one when him and a buddy went and they had, you had to eat 100 ounces of steak. It's like a big piece of meat with the ribs. It comes onto the table and they have to eat it between them. So like 50 ounces. And if you ate it in a certain period of time, you got it for free. Now, eating challenges, it's just, let's be honest, it's just pigging out. We've all done it. But you're doing it because watching a fella squat or deadlift, or bench press, or, or cola barbell, the same as he did fucking last week, but for two more reps, is not sexy. It doesn't grab the eye. It isn't interesting as such. Yes, you are a fan of this athlete. Yes, they are strong, or big, or muscular, or fit, or thin, or whatever it is that you're watching them for. But I don't want to see the same goddamn egg worker they did last month, last week, and so on and so forth. And I don't want to watch months of that. So I kind of get that they need to do other stuff. But equally... That if you come into it with the idea that you're going to learn something, all you're just learning is how much the stomach's going to stretch and how uncomfortable it's going to feel afterwards. That's kind of it. And you, and yet there's a kind of perverse, is he going to make it? Is he going to finish it off? Do, 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 do. Could I do it? Yeah, I get it. But what are you learning? You ain't learning shit. You're being vaguely entertained. It's like a freak show. And other stuff. So the more stupid stuff, and where I think it gets a bit dangerous, and we've actually seen some great examples of this, there are a bunch of videos of young fellas deadlifting and falling over and collapsing and hitting the, hitting the rack, hitting the bar. We've seen, you and I discussed on a previous podcast, the woman that ignored the PT in a Brazilian gym and died when she tried to Smith Machine squat four plates aside and it broke her neck as the bar fell onto her and she hit the bench that was between her and the bar. 
So that was crazy. She she ignored a PT. She dies. We've seen stuff. The 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 core strength, uh, CrossFit slash balance stuff with balls. And this got to the extreme example. And again, it, it's a freak show where they've got rubber ended dumbbells on the floor, and they are standing on the rubber dumbbell, which is balanced on top of another rubber dumbbell stood up on end. So now you're standing on these two things, and then they're squatting, or they've got the girlfriend on the back, or the boyfriend on the back, or they're curling, or something. And what nine times happens at a 10 is the whole fucking thing collapses, and they land on the floor. Now, even if they're only squatting one plate aside, and even if it's only a 10 kilo, a 22-pound rubber bumper plate, and a, and a 20 kilo bar, I would not want to land on the floor, smash my knees into the floor, twist my ankle, and I certainly wouldn't want a, a 60, 70, 80-pound barbell smashing onto the back of my neck for fucking views. right? So that's stupid stuff. And there's loads, honestly. Like Larry Wills is a fantastic athlete, bodybuilder, strong man, arm wrestler. He's really, really good. He's probably going to do classic physique. But he will do collaborations with other people, and it'll be like conversations. But one of one of the most watched things that he did, Steve, was his his admission, and I've seen it. Uh, he was using the money that he'd made from an arm wrestling video that, that had 130 million hits to do online sex chats, and had spent, I think, the admission was something like a hundred thousand dollars on live sex chats. This is the money that he got from an amazing entertaining and kind of educational video in, in that he's challenging himself by arm wrestling his fellas, got an amazing amount of traction, did really, really well, and then spent it all on sex chats. And and yet, perversely, the sex chat conversation is probably going to get as much traction as the, you know, certainly a good percentage of the traction that the arm wrestling video got, probably more than him working out. So I kind of get it, but some of it's dangerous. Dangerous. Here's another one, right? And I actually made this point before. I'll carry on. So influencers like to give you the idea that the thing that they're showing you has never been seen before. The problem is, as Steve said earlier, and me and even have been around a long time, the other great channels, and I can think of a few, where good, solid information comes from someone who's been gone to college and university, uh, talks to drug agencies, talks to the police, talks to the army, and I think one particular individual, highly educated and qualified to talk about steroids, Um he and you and I, Steve, between us, probably have about 80 years of knowledge. And we know that 99.9% of what we're looking at is old. It's not being done differently. It's just new because it's on TikTok. It's new because it's on Instagram. It's not new because it was done years ago. I'm writing an article, and I'm hopefully we're going to have a chance to do a podcast on this, Steve, about the history of steroids. And I know, for example, that uh, people will claim such and such was on was the steroids didn't really come into the industry until 1960. And I know that the steroids were actually in the industry in 1939 and 1943. I can I can present physical evidence for that. So this TikTok stuff, the Instagram stuff, to and to a great degree, previously YouTube is presenting you things to you. Oh, this is new. This has never been done before. Bullshit. Just because you said it doesn't make it so. I know it's not so. I know the history of the Iron Game. I don't know every single facet of it, but I know a pretty fucking good lot of it. So you're not showing me a new exercise. And not only that, Steve, again, it's not sexy. You don't need necessarily to reinvent something if the thing that you didn't need to reinvent works perfectly well. You and I had a, a podcast recently when we talked about um, learning to train properly from really got solid good. What you, you mentioned, I think, going to a gym and one of the fellas there, I had the same experience, gave us good, solid advice that gave us a great foundation 
at the beginning of our training and probably helped keep us in the iron game and kept us training. They wouldn't have showed you anything fucked up or stupid. They might have teased you. They might have ragged on you a little bit. But the advice they gave you for squirting, for benching, for pressing, for curling or whatever else would have been on point. And it would have been on point 50 years ago. It was on point when they showed you it and be on point 50 years from now. Now, if someone wants to go on the internet and throw rubber bands around and balance on a board, do it on a seesaw and stuff like that. They're not making it better. They're just making it different for the sake of it because of traction. So there's loads of things, Steve. Where, and, and what especially true, and I think I'll bring you back in. Yeah, you're on mute. But um, yeah, I'll bring, I'll come on in. Um, Listen, at the end of the day, it's business when you go to the gym. So you got to make a decision. You know, do you want to like play around? Do you want to go to the gym and socialize? Do you want to go in the gym and make videos so you can put it on social media? Or do you want to go to the gym and handle your business? Because here's the thing. Here's the difference. The people that do that, you notice all these people that that used to have fitness channels and now they just talk uh, politics or they they um, they 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 turn their channel into like a prank channel where they go around and just annoy people for clicks and and all this other stuff. Or they turn their channel into like a hater video where they just go and they insult people and they hate on other people because someone might be different. Do you notice all those people have one thing in common? They look like absolute shit. They look like they don't even train. They basically are all has-beens. They're either has-beens or they're young guys who've never accomplished jack shit in the industry, and they never will. So that's the people that end up doing that. So this is the difference. When you put out that type of energy, when you put out negative energy, you're going to get the effects where you get – it affects you. Um, you know, we, we hear about reporters that commit suicide. And why do they commit suicide? It's because they see a lot of stuff. These people are in like really poor countries. They're in war zones. They see a lot of sad things. And they, they, they commit suicide because they can't handle it. They can't handle going to bed every night and seeing those images in their head. So it's a really, really like what you're in. You're a product of your environment. So if you just go on social media and you're subscribed to all these people on Instagram who are those types of people or you're subscribed on YouTube or iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to us on and it's yeah. an environment where all the people you follow are negative, then you're going to be a product of that. I, I follow sports. Mobster does not, but I'm a big sports person. Yeah. I follow certain people certain reporters in the sports industry. And guess what? If they troll or they're negative or they, you know, they're, they're the types of reporters who try to troll athletes to get a reaction so they can get clicks. Those yeah. are the people I stopped following instantly. I stopped following them. The guys that I follow are guys you've never heard of. These aren't guys on TV yapping their mouth. Because they they can run their mouth good. Those aren't the people I subscribe to. I subscribe to and I follow the small town reporter who puts out quality information, who is supports the local team, but they're not biased to the extent where well, they'll call a spade a spade when it needs to be called a spade, you know. But they're not they're not negative though. There's a difference, and they're going to put out good quality information, and they're not going to put out information that has nothing to do with with their specific thing with sports 
You see, those are the people that I'll follow. I'm not going to follow the the sports reporters who try to troll fans and are negative and put down players and put down coaches. Motherfucker, you go do it. <laughs> if you want to spend, if you want to do a fitness channel and just put down other people, then you fucking do it yourself. Yeah. And you do it the right way first and show us how good you are. And you fucking go to the gym and you put in the hours in the gym like Mobster and I have done for the past 30, 40 years. Yeah. And then you could fucking do it. All right. And that'll give you some credibility. You've been you've been fucking working out for fucking six months and you hopped on steroids in your early 20s. And now you're putting out channels insulting other people. You're an idiot. And then you have these other idiots, like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. They've been around for, for a long time, and they haven't accomplished jack shit in the entire time. <laughs> they never won a fucking competition, which is fine. You don't have to go on stage in a bikini to prove anything to me. They never won a competition. They never won anything, powerlifting, bodybuilding, road race, CrossFit uh, championship, anything. They haven't accomplished jack shit. They have no education on fitness, no degrees. Yeah. To back up what they're saying. They have never read a study in their life. And they fucking reject science every fucking day. Let me give you and, an example. Yeah. Of exactly, and most of, of them, exactly most of them are, are the ones that come on there and say, oh, this doctor is an idiot. That doctor is an idiot. Well, at least the doctor went through years, studies yeah. and put yeah. and came to a conclusion and made a legitimate argument for his. That's what you have to do. That doesn't yes. mean that they're going to be right. But at least. That's what you have to do. If you do the, uh, the college debate, okay, for any of you who have ever taken a college class where you had to do a debate, you cannot win that debate even if you destroy the other person unless you come up with hypotheses and you come up with facts during yes. your debate. Even if you're lying through your teeth to try to sway the audience your way, it doesn't matter. You will lose that debate. If you don't bring a plan and bring a plan of action into that debate. And that's the same thing with this. You have to have some sort of purpose. So let me give you a great yeah. example here, Steve. Right. So I looked up what social media trends that need to die. I think it was one of the uh, topics. And one of the topics was something along the lines of don't lift, train with weights, go to the gym because of the cortisol produced by training. And, and the, the, the suggestion then was that you go off and do Pilates instead because it's easier and produces less cortisol. So it, on the face of it, that sounds like a kind of okay idea. But the body's response to what you've done, the stress in the gym, is how muscles grow, how muscles get stronger, how we get them to have better endurance, or whatever the fuck it is that we're training for, Steve. And versus Pilates. No world's strongest man, no Mr. Olympia, no marathon runner has trained himself to anything just to be able to do a marathon never mind any kind of record to any kind of level in strongman to any kind of level amateur or pro in bodybuilding by doing pilates because they lowered the amount of cortisol that their body produced in exercise now the problem here is thus first off they're talking complete and utter crap it's not factual because they've drawn a conclusion but they haven't actually thought about how the body responds to exercise the second problem is of course that's fine if you've got four followers you're only fucking up or influencing four people. If you look amazing because you've got fantastic genetics and you look amazing in a T-shirt or in a pair of shorts if you're a guy or some sort of swimsuit or, or lycra, uh, you know, yoga pants or whatever because you're a girl, 
or vice versa for that matter in this day and age, and you have 100,000 listeners, there's a pretty good chance that 80 or 90,000, and you and I are guilty of this as well, are just listening to it as a five-minute soundbite, something to entertain ourselves while we're doing research for these podcasts or whatever, and that's okay. But what about the percentage that actually think that what you said was true? Oh, because exercise is hard. I don't want to do hard exercise, and especially don't want to do hard exercise for increasing my cortisol. So I, I, if Pilates sounds okay, Pilates sounds easy. And here's the reality again: Pilates is fine if you want to kind of get into the you know flexible strength and you know when you don't huff and puff when you stand up out of a chair. If you want to be able to squat down to the floor and pick stuff up, Pilates is great. Pilates is especially good, I think, if you're an older person. And you don't, not everybody wants to be the world's strongest man or a great or an amazing bodybuilder or have a six pack. Some people just want to do gentle exercise because it's a dance like better than if I call. Of course it is. But the idea, the science behind not lifting because of cortisol is ridiculous. The only reason you and I have made any progress in the gym ever, Steve, is because we stress our body and that involved producing cortisol. Cortisol is what wakes us up in the morning. It's one of the hormones that wakes you up, makes you throw your legs over the side of the bed. You respond because of sunlight coming through the curtains. Well, so if you have a blackout blind and you don't want cortisol, you'd never get out of bed, Steve. You know what I mean? So the logic is skewed. But the problem is that it's presented in a factual way that makes it sound like, listen, I'm a fitness expert. I did this online training course and I've got an amazing butt. I look amazing in Lycra. You really don't want to lift weights because that's too manly and it's going to fuck you up. No, wrong. Women will look amazing lifting weights. You're not going to grow into Miss Olympia girls. One or two of you might. The rest of you will not. Guys, you will look better than you did yesterday if you go to the gym, if you do some kind of fitness exercise, even if you do Pilates. But you won't get the serious muscular look, the beach body look, without stressing your body. And the greatest way to stress your body to make your physique change is lifting bloody weights. It's lifting against resistance in machines, in gyms, on the weight stack, air resistance, rubber bands, but you've got to stress the body and that will produce cortisol. It is not, a hor- it's just bullshit, Steve. And one of the things, I mean, a great example is this game for traction. Um, it's sexy and it gets traction if you if you do the death cycle. That You and I did a podcast on the Dallas McCarver quote-unquote death cycle. And he had a pre-existing medical condition, but he was doing stuff that you and I would not half. We wouldn't even do half what he's doing. And that's between the service, half his stack, you and I could share out, and we probably still wouldn't have done some of the stuff he was doing. He wanted to be Mr. Olympia. He wanted to push himself to crazy levels. And he came across as a really nice guy. But there's some arseholes online that will sit there and look into the camera and say five grams a week is the way that you get to grow. Is it? Is it? I've never done five grams a week. Don't think I've ever been over a gram. I think you've barely been over a gram and built up decent physiques and got world records and done what the hell we've done. We're in this stuff for the long haul, guys. The problem, again, with some of this stuff is this information is there now. It's a five-minute piece of information. But unfortunately, it took five minutes to record. The person might not even exist as a personality anymore, but the information is out there forever. And if you want to search for extreme stuff, you'll find extreme stuff. It's entertaining, but it's wrong. It's just factually wrong. There is no science behind what they said. I just proved that there's no science. Dry scooping is wrong. It'll fuck your stomach up. Balancing on things for just, you might as well do train on a yo-yo, Steve. You might as well train on a pogo stick if you want to take it to the extreme. No need. 
Zero need. I know guys, I spoke to one at the gym this morning, Steve, 77 years of age, lifts weights. He is not doing anything crazy or stupid or whatever else. He's just doing a solid-ass routine. He's been consistent as hell. And he's 77 years of age, Steve. And looks, I'd say not a day over 60. And has got the energy of someone who's 50. Is it sexy? Is it crazy? Would a, would a social media account with his name on it get thousands and thousands of views and lows and whatever else? No. But I, I would, he's to be admired. That's the kind of person I want to be when I'm 77. So, yeah, it's, 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 you know, like I said, the 12,000 calorie eating bridges, dry scooping, balanced stuff, some of the crazy things, that, uh, you know, be, the liver king, the liver king is a great example, Steve. <laughs> Going up to randomly marching down parades in New York or to Buckingham Palace when the Queen died and with his shirt off and a bare thing, a hat on his head that looked like, Something you should be wearing in a lumberjack fucking forest. And with his shirt off, with his six-pack on display, curling 20-pound dumbbells in front of the police officers, Buckingham Palace, because it got traction. It's just stupid. Yeah. You know what else would get stuff. traction? What? If someone went up to him and just punched his teeth out, that would get oh, traction. Please. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they people should start doing. You say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a violent person. I would never do it. I'm not advocating to do it. But these people need to learn the lesson the hard way. And, um, you know, sometimes that's what it takes. I mean, you're going to piss someone off and they're going to see you in person and they're going to uh, do something to you. And we see this all the time. I'm sure in Britain, you're not going to have that. But in America, I mean, we have mass shootings all the time. So, I mean, it's like, you know, people just kill each other left and right in America. We don't value human life, I guess. I don't know. But I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to I'm telling you, it's going to happen, bro. Like. Because this shit's like, this shit's getting out of hand and people are really going to One more example, Steve, which is good to, I mean, I won't say the C word on, on, on the, these channels because it, it, it knocks the over rhythm, but I can think of one particular person. And this is a kind of example of what I want about. So this is an extreme example of the stupidity that came out when the C thing was an issue, right? And we had people that were not even the beginning, they hadn't even finished high school, as you would say in America. They hadn't got their, what's it, GED. And they were coming out with information based on something that they'd seen on the internet, which kind of made sense to them. And then here's how the algorithms work for Google. If you search for stupid shit, Google will keep showing you stupid shit. So it's very easy to persuade yourself that what you're looking at is a big deal because Google will keep showing you these things. It must be a big deal. And they were talking about, I think it was carbon nanotubes uh, in the face mask that was developed by one company, which did exist and was the case. And they might have particles in these carbon nanotubes that you're going to breathe into your lungs, so it might cause you cancer. And that's without getting into whether you should or should not have worn a mask. So hang on, the particular person in question, I know who it is. I know I know them personally. It works for uh, the lowest minimum wage, as we say here in the UK, which I've done myself, uh, wiping old people's asses in care homes. Now, it's a job. Someone's got to do it. They've got to make a living. They've got to pay their bills. But the idea that this person is an expert on carbon nanotubes in face masks is just ridiculous. And here's the thing with certain elements of social media, TikTok especially. TikTok is, is the gist of it. TikTok is you're making a video that's very, very short, typically two or three minutes. I've seen the algorithms, I've seen the statistics for videos that I've made on my YouTube, YouTube channel, which I don't really do a lot with. And the reality is that you will hit the biggest peak of views in the first few minutes. And then after that, if it goes on for 15 or 20 minutes, it's a, it's, a, it's a fraction, a quarter of the views, still people still watching at the end. 
In other words, TikTok, for example, three-minute, six-minute, seven-minute videos gets traction. How much factual information are you going to get on, say, for example, the subject of weight training or supplements or nutrition or steroids in seven minutes? You are getting a soundbite. You are getting the corner of the pie. You're getting the crust of a cherry cake. You aren't getting the proper information that you need. And as an example of how stupid this stuff is, which is not related to the fitness industry, there's a video now on TikTok. It was mentioned online yesterday. Uh, a woman that had gone to the supermarket and was trying to buy people shopping. And they said no. The three people she approached said no. So she then recorded herself crying and saying how upsetting it was when she was trying to help people. Well, the reality was none of them needed the help. They didn't want to be filmed. And if we were saying in the United Kingdom, they probably told her to fuck off. And she got upset because she didn't, wasn't able to record a video of her helping someone. Now, if she'd have gone there without the camera, maybe. This is what we're looking at when we look at these kind of things. And that's the kind of logic is a person is recording this thing, sometimes knowing that what they're doing is just for traction, knowing that the information they're giving is a mere fraction of what you need to learn. Even if they're qualified, Steve, and you mentioned the doctor earlier on, for a person, a student at university having that debate, typically four to five years of study. The doctor is 10 years of study. Now, you and I might argue about particular points with them, but then that's because we've got 60, 70 years experience between the two of us to answer about one particular facet that they only did a day or two or three day course on. But they still did 10 years to become a doctor. You still did five years minimum as a course to do become to get a degree standard or a degree or a master's at university or a BA or whatever at university to be able to have that conversation and argument. A person, even if they're qualified, who does a seven-minute video is giving you the sign on the mirror. They are giving you next to nothing, and that's how it's coming across, especially at worst when it's misinformation, when it sounds good, but it's actually a lie or it's bullshit or it's misinformed or it's about something typically, again, where they look amazing, but actually they would look amazing if they stood still. They have the genetics given to them by God. And they can eat rubbish and still look amazing. And a classic example, let me use the binging example again, Steve. The person is not mentioning the fact that they're on fat burners or DMP or clean or steroids or does four hours of cardio and then sits there eating everything that KFC or McDonald's has ever produced ever, 12,000 calories. And in order for them to look amazing, they've had to train for 20 years. They have great, great genetics and they're on a shitload of PEDs in order to look amazing, and they can sit there and once a week or once a month eat 12,000 calories because it gets some traction without telling you about the hard work, the diet, the fact that they probably had to vomit that stuff up. They had to spend four hours of cardio the next day just to get themselves feel comfortable and bring their stomach down. And they were probably on the toilet for, you know, like two hours, three times a night and all that kind of stuff, getting rid of all this stuff. It looks great, but they're not telling you about the after effects and the sheer hard work that got them to be in the position that got them views that allowed them to do this thing you and i could have the same conversation as you say steve i've been training 45 years this summer in order to have this conversation now you've been training 20 25 30 years in order to have this conversation and for us to put out this information we do sometimes for some of these shows hours of research certain things i'm not familiar with i go from him uh, hours other things i refresh myself steve as well we work from script sometimes when we're talking about specific drugs and stuff like that. We make sure that the information, as Steve said, is up to date, it's correct. We've we've gone back to articles and we've amended articles just so that when we do the podcast again on a similar subject, it's up to date, it's correct, because the, the, the information that we had was out of date and now we need to update it and bring it to you fresh and new and proper on the table. 
Back to you, Steve, for last final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you know, and at the end of the day, look, you know, at the end of the day, you just got to remember it, it's it's a victim of the effects. So we've seen over the past 10 years in social media, the people that have the most views, you go on Instagram or YouTube, whatever, the people have the most followers, the most views, they are basically, they got to where they're at either through buying the followers or by doing something stupid. It's not from putting out good information. So it's very, very rare that you'll see someone with a lot of views who has really put in the work over the past 10 years and put out good information. So we've seen specifically in the fitness industry, guys put out information on subjects that they literally know nothing about. They don't know, and they have no credentials to be even on there. So, I mean, but that's the thing with social media. It's, it's, it's a victim of its own ways where there's no filter. And anyone can just put out any information. You don't have to have any credentials. You could you could put out information on how to wire a, a circuit breaker in your garage on YouTube when you literally have no knowledge how to do it. You're not an electrician. You never took a class on electrician being an electrician. And you could put that out there and literally someone could follow your advice and burn their house down. Yep. That's the problem with social media. And, you know, it used to be like, you know, we we're talking about the news early, like on the news, I'll use sports as an example. It used to be back in the, you know, 80s or, or 90s, the people that were on TV on ESPN talking sports, either they were reporters or they, uh, they're reporters that went to school on journalism and they've been the sports reporters for years and years and years and worked their way up and they got on there. Or they're former players, former coaches, former GMs, former front, front office people, et cetera, was they actually were have some sort of knowledge on the subject. Now anybody can make a sports channel and put out information. So you just have to, you know, one of the, one of the, the, the the things that I'm asking you guys to do is just go through your who you're following and just ask yourself, is this a person who's educated on the subject? Is this a person who I really should be following? Are they bringing negativity into my life or are they giving me knowledge every time I listen to them? Yes. So that's the best. That's the key to this, I think. So for me, I follow very, very few people on social media, very few people. Because I like to have control over who's giving me information and who's giving me knowledge. I don't want to just follow like 10,000 people and have so many different opinions. And that's what they want you to do. The, the food companies want, want that to happen. The people who work in the fitness industry who are selling these supplements, they want that to happen because they want to confuse you. They want you to be as confused as possible. Oh, fats are bad for you. No, no, no. Fats are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. Eggs cause cholesterol. No, no, no. Eggs are, are good for you. They don't cause cholesterol. Oh, egg whites. Uh, take out the egg yolk. You see, you see the confusion? Everybody's confused. They keep putting out that information on purpose just to confuse you because they want to sell you egg white supplements. They want to sell you egg white powders and, and yolk powders. They want to sell you these supplements, amino acids, creatine. Whey protein powder, greens powders, pea, pea protein powders. You see what I'm saying? It's all, it's all to confuse people. So just 
just be aware of that and um and don't give these people your 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 views and they'll go away eventually so mobster final thoughts i think it's a disclaimer yeah just on the diet thing that steve just touched upon there i'll give you a great example guys in previous podcasts steve and i have talked about how humanity human beings aren't at that old as a species there are insects that are four or five times older than we are never mind going back to the dinosaurs and we say for example when it comes to food we haven't evolved that much in the last 100,000, 200,000 years, but food, unfortunately, has. Whether the purity of it, the quality of it, the mineral content of it, whether the soils become depleted and whatever, and there's a lot of information on that kind of stuff. So when people come up, as Steve said, with new ideas and old ideas and play around with ideas and whatever else, and then, as you say, chop and change between eggs are good, eggs are bad, egg whites in, egg whites out, and so on, all of that kind of stuff, we go, hang on, how the fuck did humanity survive to the point where we can even make this argument if we didn't have the ability to digest and absorb some of these things. So, you know what I mean, Steve? It's a great example. There are amazing athletes going back well before supplements existed, well before performance-enhancing drugs existed, and all that kind of stuff. And there was amazing strength athletes and great physiques available at that time. Genetically, we have barely changed, if at all. And yet people will come up with great skewed ideas, magazine covers, whatever's, Cosmo, Men's Fitness, etc. will put on different ideas on the front and there'll be some new fad, some new crazy diet, etc., etc. Humanity has survived. We have different diets in different countries. We will adapt and we've always been able to adapt in that particular regard. But genetically speaking, in terms of our evolution, we've barely got started and our ability to absorb foods for the most part is unchanged. It's barely moved at all if, 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 if any, any sort of distance whatsoever in terms of changing. So keep that sort of stuff in mind when you read that. By all means, look at stuff to be entertained, but try and get factual information that's going to help your journey. That's what we put out on these podcasts, and that's the reason why we do these things for you. Please note, we are not doctors and opinions are ours. It's our view based on our experience and views on the topic. A podcast of informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.